the media portrayed Donald Trump as a successful and influential figure. They highlighted his wealth and lavish lifestyle, featuring his New York apartment on magazine covers and giving him cameo movie roles. They also helped him gain popularity and credibility as a political candidate, eventually leading him to the White House. White people controlled the media outlets that gave him a platform, elevated him, and gave him a positive image. Republicans and, yes, even some Democrats overlooked his actions and enabled him to pursue his agenda. White people concealed the truth and attempted to use other black people to challenge President Obama. But that did not work. White-controlled media enabled Trump to question the validity of Obama's presidency. These white men who controlled the press or media implied, black people, you did not vote according to our wishes, so we will undermine your chosen leader. But then they accepted a white voice that volunteered, thinking that black people would trust a white voice telling them that Obama should not be president because he was not born here. But this strategy soon backfired. Trump's lies started to reveal themselves. It began with President Barack Obama and the night of the news press correspondent dinner. I am sure Obama was fed up with Donald Trump and the media's obsession with the birther nonsense. So he jabbed back with jokes but there is always a hint of truth in a good joke. People laughed because they knew that those jokes held some validity of truth. Initially, Obama wasn't enough. Throughout Trump's first presidential campaign, he garnered free media. By the time his first campaign was over, he had amassed nearly $2 billion in free media coverage, approximately twice the total expenditure of the most expensive presidential campaigns in history. The New York Times, in 1989, provided a platform for Donald Trump to advocate for the death penalty for five individuals who were later found innocent. The United States Justice Department in 1973 filed a lawsuit against Donald Trump, his father, Fred, and Trump management, seeking a settlement that would ensure a commitment from Trump and his father to refrain from discriminatory practices. After two years, the case was resolved when Trump attempted to countersue the Justice Department for $100 million, alleging false statements. However, the court dismissed these allegations. These incidents on their own would have significantly impacted any other candidate's electoral prospects. However, the predominantly white-owned media landscape conveyed to the white public that societal norms had shifted, giving Donald Trump a blank check to normalize expressions of racism and embracing dictators and authoritarian governments. Then, a panel of representatives, led by Benny Thompson on the January 6th committee, transferred all their information to independent prosecutor Jack Smith. Black district attorneys in Georgia, New York State, and New York City also undertook the task of holding Donald Trump accountable for his actions. They would challenge Donald Trump, while many white men and the white media would let him go unnoticed. Suppose you are an individual of African descent, particularly from the southern United States. In that case, you have observed that racism has consistently permeated American society, often subtly and nuancedly. Their plan would fail here, though. The strategy failed because it was based on a misunderstanding of the African-American community, especially African-American women. The proponents of the strategy, primarily white men, did not comprehend the historical and cultural context that shaped the views and values of their target audience. They did not realize that they were essentially asking African Americans to renounce their faith in the Constitution. In an episode of the television show Blackish, 
Anthony Anderson eloquently expressed black Americans' collective experiences and perspectives regarding their love for this country. It is evident that black Americans possess a deep understanding of the principles and values underpinning this nation's foundation. Due to the influence of social media in American society, it has become significantly easier for like-minded individuals to unite and mobilize in a synchronized manner. At every juncture, it is white Americans who are willing to undermine the principles and values that this country is striving to advance, namely a more perfect union. Black Americans and people of color have been on a gradual journey toward justice and equality. However, some narrow-minded white Americans are willing to regress the nation to a time when America was not a land of equal opportunity for all. A similar mistake is being repeated today by some media outlets. They have given voice and legitimacy to a white male leader who does not represent the interests or aspirations of the majority of Americans. Initially, Ron DeSantis appeared to be a younger version of Donald Trump. He is a figure who appears to possess all the qualities that white Americans desire on paper. However, his actions and their impact on Florida speak louder than his words. It seems as though his governorship has exemplified the phrase, the cruelty isn't by accident, the cruelty is the point when enacting legislative measures. Then you have Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, and Tim Scott. Whether they know it or not, they are perceived as individuals who may face challenges in being considered legitimate Republican presidential candidates. Maybe it's their skin color that is the problem. Just maybe that's it. Anyway, that leaves Chris Christie and others trying to walk a thin line where they criticize Trump, but they still need to try and attract the MAGA voters of Trump. They would need them in order to be successful. The former president and most of the media have normalized racism. Chris Christie, once a proud member on Trump's team, seemed to have broken away and is now traveling in a new direction. This, however, will make his ability to attract the MAGA crowd for their vote very difficult, if not impossible. It's remarkable to observe how swiftly most white Americans are willing to compromise equality and justice in order to maintain a seat at the table, even if it is the children's table. They fail to comprehend that they have long been identified and have allowed themselves to be manipulated. They don't seem to understand for these narratives to be effective. There must always be a villain. I am surprised that they cannot perceive that they are next in line. <laughs>